Welcome back to The Shooter Show, brought to you by Synergy Training Group. I'm your humble host, Tyler Tharp. Today in the studio with me, I got the one and only Bailey Hastings. Say hello to everybody, Mr. Bailey. Hello, everybody. <laughs> That's an easy way just to check mics, make sure they do right. So, let's see, what was it, two weekends ago, Bailey, no, three weekends ago. Mm-hmm. It's been almost a month. Yep, Bailey and I went up to Oklahoma City, just outside, north of Oklahoma City, in the wonderful town of Edmond. They got uh, some college town or whatever, but just outside of that is Oklahoma City Gun Club. Big, beautiful range up there. And that is where the Guardian Conference is hosted each year. And so, Riley Bowman and uh, his, his business partner, Jacob Paulson, and then they also got a couple other guys under the under the many brands that they have. They have this national conference every year called the Guardian, and that's where they have it. Well, a few weeks prior to that, Riley reaches out to me. He's like, hey, man, we, we are short on AIs. Is there any way you can come up and help? And I said, of course, yeah, count me in. No problem. And he's like, good. You got any friends? I was like, well, yeah, I think I can find one. And uh, Bailey has AI'd for me in the past, taking some classes and whatnot. And I really like his style. I like his personality. He does well with people. He's not a butthead or anything, you that know. You know of. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what you do behind closed doors is your business. Um, so I was like, yeah, hey, Bailey, you want to make this random road trip with me and go to our first ever national conference together? And I he, said, absolutely. Where do I sign up? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, we left out on a Thursday, went up there and, uh, hit the meeting on the afternoon there and hit the ground running on Friday, got to train with some cool people and do the cool things, um, came back. And then last weekend, I just got back yesterday afternoon. I, uh, AI'd and taught at the ASP national conference. ASP is active self-protection is a company owned and ran by John Korea. And then he has a staff of folks, great, great people. I'm actually a uh, ASB instructor, uh, certified instructor as well. I went through their cohort five program last year. It's a six month long uh, instructor developmental programs. Great program. So anyway, they were like, "Hey, you want to come teach in 2023?" I was like, "Heck yeah, man! I ain't never been to a conference. Uh, I don't know what to do, but I'll show up and figure it out." And <laughs> so uh, I taught two blocks, two four hour blocks on Saturday, one on Saturday morning, which was beyond the draw. Uh, dry fire version and then in the afternoon it was beyond the draw live fire and so uh, basically I just introduced people uh, little tidbits right little introductory breadcrumbs if you will we talked about creating mind and muscle connections core shooting predictive shooting and then uh, extreme precision with a pistol by you know one pound increment trigger pulls things of that nature seeing what you need see what you need to see feel what you need to feel and uh, dove off into that. It was some pretty pretty extensive concepts and principles that I laid out there. And some of the people were like, whoa, we've never heard this before. And they were like, I had a couple of uh, deer in the headlights, at a, you know. But um, we got through. They had a great time. Everybody had a great time. We, we, grew, we raised a bunch of money for a great cause, foster camp up there. And uh, this is outside of Manhattan, Kansas, by the way. It's uh, called Flint Hills uh, Foster Camp, where they bring in – Uh, abused kids and whatnot, put them through a camp, basically give them a second chance in life. So anyway, without further ado, as you know, we're going live on Facebook. So we'll be hitting some comments every once in a while when people roll in and start asking the old questions. We'll try to answer those best we can. So if you're watching us on Facebook Live, lay it on us. Uh, Do what you do best. Um, But either way, without further ado, Bailey, 
what was your first impression? Just the first impression rolling up to to the Guardian. Oh man, it was uh, it was I was taken aback, kind of intimidated by mm-hmm. it. Um, of course, I'd never been to a, a any kind of conference like that, other than like nerdy comic cons and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't. I was expecting more of a like a shot show style of of conference. Okay, like just a bunch of uh, <clears throat> instructors and companies out there pitching their new ideas, pitching their classes, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, at first, yeah, I was I was pretty intimidated. It's but a lot. We got there. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Riley and Jacob are awesome, awesome guys. Yep. As well as all the instructors they had there. Roll up to know. one of the biggest gun ranges we've ever been on. Oh you know, yeah, dude! You got to go through big gates, and they got these big uh, uh, barn-like mm-hmm. um, eating areas and classrooms, and then like each little bay has its own little theme of like cowboy shooting and whatnot. And man, it's uh, it's definitely one of the nicest all-around gun ranges I've ever oh, yeah. been to. I mean, we we went in the wrong gate. At yeah, first. the first time we showed it, up, it the shotgun closed. <laughs> you called Riley. He's like, "Well, if you follow the signs, it's <laughs> another quarter mile down." Like what? Oh man, I, I love Riley's humor. Um, we got to be bunk mates. Me, Jacob, Riley, and a buddy of ours, Chris Matlock, were all in a a room not much bigger than this one we're in. Uh, the whole weekend, yeah. Uh, fold out couches that, that are not ASP? comfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, me and Chris hit up the fold out couch, and you know because Riley is the size of a uh, uh, Shrek, he he got the bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He makes shooting look so easy, and I swear I think it's just because of the fact that he's six foot three and just a uh, a man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yep. The dude's huge. I mean, his yep. hands are he can one hand a basketball and then touch his tips <laughs> together. Tips together. Crazy. All right, so um, tell us what you did at the Guardian. Who you who you got to AI for? Oh, some things you learned. Where do I start? I guess the beginning, right? So uh, we we showed up the first day, talked to Riley and Jacob, and we had this uh, just a, a big meeting with all the instructors and all the AIs, a uh, big introduction. Uh, everyone was really, really cool. Uh, we started off Saturday. Um, you and I helped. No. Friday. We, Friday. Yep, three-day event. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday we had a kind of a fundamentals. We had, what, 200 people there, 300 people there? Uh, it, including staff, I think it was about 150. 150? Mm-hmm. Okay. So about 100-ish uh, students specifically there, and they had broken them up into groups where the instructors led a fundamentals-style class just mm-hmm. to kind of gauge the uh, the comfort level everyone there had. Comfort uh, and safety. Yep. Comfort and safety. Yep. Um, both for the instructors, the AIs, and the uh the students. A shakedown, if you will. Yes. Like a big organized shakedown. <laughs> right. So I had the the awesome privilege of working with Mr. Chris Seifer uh, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the day. Uh, yep. Helping Another with his very fundamental large man. class. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Again, very intimidating individual yep. when you first show up, but he's yep. he was the coolest dude. Yep. Uh, so I helped him a little bit, uh, set up targets, uh, helped some of the, the people who needed a little bit more help. That mm-hmm. way it wasn't um, pulling the rest of the class back. And uh, after that, I helped him with his uh, managing unknown contacts class. Okay, what is that? So it's uh, to make a long story short, it's using your situational awareness and your insight to kind of gauge a person's intentions upon contact with you. Okay. So uh, a lot of it is based off of 
uh, real world events and statistics that he, mm-hmm. him and his uh, fellow trainers, uh, come up with, and they run these scenarios uh, that happen in everyday life because yeah. you know self defense doesn't happen when you're ready for it. Right. It's going to happen when you got a kid in your hand walking home from Walmart or mm-hmm. in the gas station with your back turned or the easier the target of, that you are basically. Right, and yep. uh, it specifically teaches you to. One, not look like a target. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, uh, to acknowledge somebody that might be casing you or just casing the area in general. Mm-hmm. And to avoid, deter, just get away from the situation as far yep. as possible and then what to do once you're in that situation. Okay. Well, I'm not doing too good at not looking like a target since I decided to make my logo <laughs> an actual like crosshair looking target thing. Radical. Hey. Dang it. Screwed up the first one. I don't know. Right there. <laughs> Chris is an awesome dude, man. He is part of the Citizens Defense Research Group, right. um, which is a, a group of uh, fantastic instructors. Um, definitely give them a follow on the old social medias and whatnot. Um, so you did the you did the muck training. Didn't you do that twice? Uh, no, I just did it the one time, and okay. then I was helping other individuals with it. Uh, he asked me to help him again, but mm-hmm. I got caught up with AJ and then yeah. uh, Wayne. In the muck class, you got to do some role playing, right? Right, yeah. So, uh, it you know, he it was a four hour block, mm-hmm. which is you know the class itself is like a two day class. Yeah. Um, and Chuck Haggard actually mm-hmm. uh, taught the first part of that at the end of the day Sunday, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. uh, without the actual role play. Um, so he, you know he had the the first two hours was just straight class time, just getting concepts down you know, letting people kind of think through different scenarios. And then we actually ran through these scenarios where he'd have each student uh, suit up. We use airsoft guns uh, and, and dummy knives. Okay. And uh, I suited up as, as the bad guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he gave us a card with a situation on it. And then we, we ran through the situation. I'm going to, out of respect of Chris, he asked me not to share exactly what the. Uh, well, sure. Yep. Yeah. But it's something nobody has had a chance to experience yet. Unless you take the class. Yeah, unless you take the class. Mm -hmm. So it's not something you can go in and game, if you will. This Mm -hmm. is is purely reactionary. Correct. And all of the situations are based in real life. This thing is police reports and things that have actually happened. People getting stabbed at gas stations. Mm -hmm. Stabbed at gas stations, robbed at Walmart. Right. All this kind of stuff. You know, somebody tried to uh, actually attempted to rob my mom at a Walmart once. Oh, they chose the very wrong woman. Yep. She she, <laughs> she stuck her gun to, to his head and watched him run. Oh, I'm sure. Real story. Oh, I believe it. Um, Yeah, it was a very interesting ordeal. Uh, Yeah. So, no, time for another time. I actually had mom on the radio once and let her tell the story on, uh, well, what's the name of that channel? It's uh, Super Talk Mississippi. I forget the, mm-hmm. the numbers to it, but I had her on Super Talk with Miss Rebecca Turner. And uh, that was a good time. That was actually uh, my second ever time on the radio. Um, the first time was just, you know, talking about my story. Right. And then I've been on with uh, Allison quite a few times as well. But anyway, so you said you got a chance to AI for AJ Zito as well, right? Yeah, you and I both. Um, yep. Yeah, AJ, again, another super, super cool guy. Yeah. I've well, talked to him several times just since uh, since the event. One of the, in my opinion, most underrated uh, a, uh, instructors and gunsmiths in the yeah, nation. Yeah, he's, he's a master 1911 gunsmith. Yep. As well as a lot of other stuff, but he loves his 1911s. So, uh, you know, something I've I've noticed in the industry is people that shoot very amazingly ain't good gunsmiths 
or they don't even attempt, and they're also typically not good instructors. Mm-hmm. This guy, AJ Zito, he's based got he's based out of uh, Prescott, uh, Arizona. He's big time nineteen eleven twenty eleven builder. Um, he owns Practical Performance Org. <clears throat> he's also uh, second in command of Modern Samurai Project, and so he is. Uh, he goes around teaching the the Red Dot uh, class, Red Dot Pistol class. Anyway, so. Uh, y'all forgive me. I got the sniffles and whatnot from work today. Had a lot of lot of dust. Had to jackhammer up a uh, foundation. Jeez. Yep. So uh, great dude. Um, a phenomenal shooter. Phenomenal shooter. He was one of the first ones to win Tim Heron's barrel challenge, uh, barrel patch challenge. Very interesting challenge. Very deceivingly hard. Um, but it's it's not easy to uh, to set up. So you can only get a chance to do it in his class. But anyway, it's very interesting to me that AJ checks all those boxes. Oh, yeah. He is a very, very yep. well-rounded individual. He has a very good understanding of how guns work. Mm-hmm. And then he's a great instructor. He's great with people. And he also he's also a great shooter. Like, it's he really is that trifecta, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think, Sorry. Uh, I, 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 can, I can feel my voice doing weird things because I can't <laughs> breathe my nostrils. <laughs> oh, I was just as bad the other week. It was awful. Oh, man. Uh, no, I... I Interesting. Stranger what was that? Things. The old X Files. Stranger thing? Things. Oh, Stranger, Stranger Things. My, <laughs> I thought I had that disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> My studio production guy just gave me the the funniest deer in the headlight look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris says it's because of the moon dust from Manhattan, Kansas, from the ASB. Yeah, that too. Plus me jackhammering up a uh, a foundation, a concrete foundation this morning, uh, <laughs> without any sort of ventilation. It was it was pretty craptastic. Oh. But anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it, I really love when I come across people that are so well-rounded. Now, AJ Zito may not be the best shooter in the world. He may not be the best gunsmith in the world. He may not be the best instructor in the world, but he is freaking really good at all of those oh, things. Oh, yeah. Um, like I was saying, I, I think his his in-and-out knowledge of a firearm mm-hmm. leads him to be able to shoot that well because he, yep. knows, he knows mechanically – Physically, he knows all the science behind how a, how a firearm functions. Yep, and he knows enough about his own kinesthetics to yes. to make it work. Speaking of kinesthetics, uh, we we teach very similar things. I just go way deeper into the nuances mm-hmm. of them because I'm a nerd like that, and I enjoy the nuances of things. We have a me and AJ have a very 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 similar teaching style, and me me and him just absolutely hit it off. Uh, I met him in person for the first time at Tim Heron's uh, practical performance class that we took back in February. AJ Zito and Riley Bowman were the AIs for that class. <clears throat> yeah, imagine the yeah we had a great weekend. But um, and then uh, when I when we showed up Thursday evening, we were doing the staff meeting. Um, AJ uh, looked at me. He's like, "Hey, who are you working for this weekend?" I was like, "I, I was just told to show up." He's like, "Okay, you're working for me all weekend." <laughs> deal got it yeah. and so he scooped me up as his ai uh for all day friday we did the practical performance um <clears throat> excuse me uh that morning and then intro to red dot pistol that afternoon and then uh did a little something on saturday morning i can't remember if we did a pr- uh, practical performance or intro to red dot i don't re- recall but then we had that afternoon off i gave a private lesson um, and then Sunday morning, I helped AJ Zito again for one of those classes. Again, I can't recall. And then I helped Riley Bowman teach ad, uh, advanced stage planning uh, that afternoon. So that was a lot of fun. Um, 
<laughs> showed up to an advanced stage uh, planning for USPSA stage with my little small mags and oh, carry God. gun. Yeah, you're 43? No, I was shooting the 19, but I had 20-round uh, mags. And so, you know, when I go shoot USPSA stages, I'm used to having 23 in a gun. Okay. 23 plus one, so 24 total. And uh, I don't know, just kind of, I was wore out, tired, wasn't thinking, got to the very last target with a, with a completely empty gun. And I had staged my one and only reload at the back of the, at the, or at the front of the stage rather. So it's like, I, you know, I couldn't run back and go get my mag and run back again. That would have been dumb anyway. So uh, Riley got me on that first run. Um, but it was a good time, man. We, uh, and then we had a big, big gathering dinner Saturday night where everybody joined in. We had a bunch of barbecue. They did mm-hmm. the speeches, um, said the thank yous and the, all that stuff and thank the sponsors and all that. It was, a, it was just all around absolutely fun. Oh event. yeah. Fantastic atmosphere <clears throat> all, all weekend. Realistically, the only bad part was the five hour drive. How long is eight hours? Nine, nine hours, nine, nine and a half. Yeah. I think it took me 13 hours just to get home. Oh, God. So, yeah, because of that bad wreck coming home. Yeah. Luckily, you know, we got to handle the drive together because I had to go to Kansas, which was 13 hours by myself. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it was quite annoying. And then I got, you know, busted my windshield on the way there. That sucks. So, um, but that was the Guardian Conference. And it, so... Just to review, a, a training conference is simply just a three or four or five day conference uh, where, you know, many, a smorgasbord, if you will, a buffet, if you will, of different instructors are there teaching in class, classroom classes, uh, on the range classes, mental management, uh, how to win the fight in court, you know, how to, how to be a good, uh, how to good, how to give good testimonies, good defenses, things like of that nature. So it it's not just shooting. No, I mean they even had stuff uh, like jujitsu classes. And That's right. Ju- yeah, yeah. Defensive jujitsu mm-hmm. for the regular Joe or yep. something. Was something they had some cool name for it. I don't remember mm-hmm. what it was. Who taught that one, Paul? Uh, uh I want to say Sharp. Paul no. Sharp. I don't remember. Yeah. When, when I remember in the in the in the uh, instructor meeting Thursday evening, I looked at him. I was like, "Yep." That's the MMA guy. That's, that's, that's the baddest dude in the room because he can kill you with this and these. All the things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, that would be a pretty good fight between him and Chris. You think? Uh, I don't know. I bet you I bet you Paul probably beat, think beat so? Chris. Oh, yeah. He's probably got a little bit more, yeah. more combatives. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I got a buddy, uh, John Valentine. He, uh, he put on the uh, combative summit in Florida uh, two weekends ago. Uh, that's one bad son of a gun right there. Really? Yeah. He's Air Force as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so let's, uh, let's talk about what a conference isn't though. It isn't a deep dive into any one thing. It isn't a place to showcase all your products and advertise yourself. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, people get to see you, uh, basically a four hour or sometimes two hour snippet of who you mm-hmm. are and the one thing that you, you brought to bring, you know, thought yeah. to bring as far as curriculum goes. Yeah. Usually the, the thing that you think people could benefit the most from. Yep. 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 Exactly. And then, uh, it is a, uh, great time to mingle with people you've never met because you get people from all over the nation. We had this married couple come all the way from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. 
Was it Guatemala? It's Guatemala. Yeah, Guatemala. And, man, they were amazing yeah, people. Yeah, they're awesome, awesome people. Super sweet people, super happy. Every time yeah. I saw them, they had – which this was most people. Just about every time I looked around, everybody had a smile on their face. Oh, yeah. It was a fun time. I didn't see a single bad attitude the entire time we were there. Uh, then you meet people. Uh, I mean, all over the country met Corey. Corey was from uh, – oh, my gosh. He's going to hate me for not remembering where he's from. Oh, the Megaswicker guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, Harley-Davidson tech up in Tennessee. Tennessee, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yes. I don't remember what town. Central-ish, Tennessee somewhere? Sure. It wasn't Nashville, and it ain't mm-hmm. Memphis. And it wasn't Jackson, Tennessee either, but I don't remember exactly I don't remember exactly who it was. Corey mm-hmm. was an awesome dude. Yeah, super cool guy. Showed up with four fingers on one hand and shot a Glock with factory sights. Dude was, dude was pretty dang good. Yeah. He was pretty good yeah. with what he had. And, uh, yeah, just all, all kinds of great people. Um, thanks again to Oklahoma Oklahoma City Gun Club for hosting that. They did they did such a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, so on to the ASP conference, the Active Cell Protection National Conference. They've had, I think, seven of those. I know Chris is in the comments and he'll correct me. But we did this outside of uh, Manhattan, Kansas, at a place called Flint Hills Foster Camp. And the whole per- premise of this whole ordeal is to raise money for these abused foster kids that the system doesn't want. They don't really have any place to send them, anything like that. Chris says this year was year six, he thinks. (laughs) And so uh, they've had over 700 kids successfully get through this camp. And so the camp shared with us exactly how all this happens, what the kids go through, and they shared it with the attendee, attendees as well on Sunday morning, first thing Sunday morning. Took them through the little obstacle course, showed them the wall of shame. and uh, well, Wall of shame? <laughs> yeah. No, really. So they come in and they have they write down how they feel about themselves on this piece of paper. Okay. You can imagine how all these abused kids feel about yeah. themselves. And they take all those papers and they throw them at their feet at this wall. And so this is the wall of shame. When you climb over this wall, you leave all of that shame right there. That's an awesome concept. Yep. And sit on the other side, you're victorious, and you get to rename yourself. And you will chant your new name to the heavens as loud as you can. And then when they get down, they get to go write their new name on the back of the wall. Now, it's most of the time, it's just figuratively, like their new mm-hmm. title. They still keep their same name. Sometimes it might actually be a whole new name. And to walk around this, after listening to this deep, impactful story, and walking around and seeing the, the, the names written in Sharpie of over 700 redeemed kids that now have a second chance in life man there wasn't a dry eye in that whole place yeah. it was intense we raised over twenty thousand dollars for this camp Jeez. and just to add to it we had some uh missionary this missionary wife and gentleman and, and husband from one of the husbands actually from Brooklyn, mississippi and they now live in thailand they were called to ministry in thailand to rescue uh trafficked kids in thailand they now house, I think they have, uh, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say how many kids they have on live or anything like right. that. But anyway, they have kids right, that they're taking care yeah. of. foster and children. Basically, they're you know basically going and getting them, rescuing them from this, uh, getting them up to speed, basically mm-hmm. giving them a new chance in life. And you know, the, the, they, we raised a bunch of money for them to basically build a new uh, foster care system building, if you will. Raised a bunch of money for them as well to take back and get that going. Uh, oh, wow. 
so many wait Chris did you say all in 120 grand is that right oh lord that can't be right I thought it was just 20 I mean I'm not good at math but uh in in nine is that over the course oh, of, your, of your six okay. years or nine of years? All the, okay, that makes sense. Of all the conferences they've done, they've okay. raised over 120 grand. That makes more wow, sense. Wow, yeah. That math, math's way better. <laughs> yeah, so that's amazing. So each kid cost about 600 ish dollars to get put to this camp. You know, new clothes, fed, all those mm-hmm. things. And so, you know, you can do the math on your own, however many uh, kids 120,000 has helped. Mm-hmm. They don't really get any state funding. Uh, churches don't send them money. They pretty much have to do all this on their own. Um, oh, wow. Okay, so apparently in 2023, oh, just I guess without expenses, they raised uh, about 120 grand. So whatever the, that minus expenses is, and then divide by 600 is how many kids we sponsored for a three-day event. Now, of course, all of the... Work that goes behind the scenes, Miss Katie Johnson, Miss Stephanie uh, Widener, Neil and Widener, uh, of course, Chris Bean is a big part of it. All the work they did behind the scenes is unknown, of course, and how much, how many hours they put in. Yeah. But as far as the attendees and the actual conference goes, it's about, it's a three day event, but it really ends up being about five days worth of setup, tear down, things of that nature. But so there is another thing of what a conference is. In some instances, it is a huge fundraiser for a benefit that is greater than ourselves. Yeah. And so it, yeah, it's cool and all that we get to get to carry around a gun and be badasses and do all the cool things and whatnot. But it's also good to be reminded why we do it in such a right. impactful way. For, for the community and the, yep. the people around you, for sure. Our imagination can only take us so far. We can only imagine saving our wives' life or our kids' life so many times because right. it never really ends up happening anyway, thank God. Almost never. Almost you know. never. But to go to something like this and basically be there where it happens, see all those names, even meet one of the kids that works there that was um, that went through it, Miss JJ, uh, it's, man, my heart is full, to say the least. It's broken and it's full all at the same time. Right. So, uh, anyway, off my little uh, soap opera <laughs> on that, um, tell me what you thought a conference was beforehand and then how your experience has been changed and what, what you see it as now. Right. So, uh, like I said earlier, uh, I thought a conference is a place to, to showcase uh, products and just – People to advertise themselves like like shot show, even like like comic cons and stuff, because you know it's a, a meet and greet, and then uh, you have all these artists and stuff out there to to sell their product. Right. Um, that's not it. I was so wrong, and thank God I was. So <laughs> well, there wrong. was a couple products there. There, there were, a and, you know, Tactical yeah. RX and uh, yep. Next Next Belt. No, it was um, uh, EDC Belt Company. EDC Belt Company. Yeah. Yep. And, and then uh, Retention Ring. Retention Ring and Mountain Man Medical ConcealCarry.com. Right. Yep. Um, but it wasn't like an outward show. Yep. Uh, it was more like, oh, hey, you know, we're doing all this, but this isn't possible without these guys who are also here right. teaching and taking these classes. Mm-hmm. 
So they were involved in all of it as well. Uh, Palm Industries, Palm Pepper Spray yeah, Industries. Yeah. It was and Carrie Trainer. Yep, Carrie Trainer, Mickey Such, mm-hmm. Such Such. I don't know how to say his last name. That dude, that dude a trip. is a trip. By far the funniest, most eccentric person there. Oh, oh yes, by like miles. Absolutely. <laughs> like he does things so wild. I'm not even going to say him on this channel. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Like the first three words I've had with him ended up in utter confusion. <laughs> But I knew what he said, kind of. Kind of. Um, but, no, it, after meeting all the instructors and all the people, it, it's definitely a place that is designed to help people help themselves. Mm-hmm. Is it a place to further your education on not only situational awareness, the use of a firearm, what to do afterward, yep. right? The, the whole law aspect of mm-hmm. it in case there is a, a violent crime and you have to defend yep. yourself. Work on um, your hand-to-hand stuff. Hand-to-hand stuff. Yep. Um, there was it, even a low-light class there. Yeah, there, there was. Yep, uh, Chuck did his low-light. Yep, as well as your uh, Mountain Man Medical. He, he put mm, on a, a great, great uh, class about... I got to sit in uh, his, uh, his trauma class. Uh, when was this? Friday afternoon at the ASP mm-hmm. conference. Yep, that whole... Just, yeah, yep, TCCC class. Mm-hmm. Yep. That whole crew was there. Yeah, and he, he's such a knowledgeable guy, too. He but, really is. I, I mean, just... And that's that's hell, that's everyday life. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, go to a car accident mm-hmm. and maybe you're the first one there, or even uh, someone having a heart attack in the grocery store. Yep, it's all important. I've had to use my uh, fire extinguisher and med kit way more times than I've had to draw my gun. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yep, and drawing the gun still stands at one, one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I, I luckily I've never had to draw my firearm in yeah. public. Um, but but I have uh, uh, during airsoft I've had people injure themselves. Oh okay. Uh, yep. I've 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 had to help reset uh, collarbone. Mm-hmm. And uh, like when Stucco decided to try to break his pinky finger he, off, he he broke his hand. Yeah, he broke. Yep. That was part of it. Uh, I didn't help too much with that one. But I had another buddy, Rob Taylor. He actually broke mm-hmm. his collarbone. We were able to to set it and get it stabilized so we can get him to the hospital. That's inconvenient. Uh, Right. It was, of course, his <laughs> dominant hand. I've yeah, had yeah. Uh, uh, somebody at another field, he fell down the stairs, uh, got a concussion. And, Oof. yeah, it, it's accidents happen every day. Yes. Every day. Yeah. Um, you, the Thankfully, <laughs> hospitals are way more busy than most. Oh, yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> yup. So uh, that just goes to tell you, man, that, and it's a shame. There's only one med class and then all these other mm-hmm. offensive slash defensive classes. Yeah. Um, and, and and they go hand in hand. They do. I mean. They absolutely do. You know, we've the, t- the stress is there for both of them. Did you take our uh, DFA plus class? I did not, unfortunately. Oh, I, I wanted it. to. I, I think I was on a trip that day. So it's basically trauma med and first aid uh, mixed with like live fire scenarios. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the the morning of, or if we do it in two day format, is the first portion of it is just understanding basic life saving skills, first aid, CPR, AED, recovery positions, drags, right. uh, packing wounds, tourniquets, um, direct pressure, chest seals, things of that nature, and then we we have these scenarios, exercises, if you will, under live fire, uh, where you drag around a dummy and apply care uh, on demand. You, know, yeah. you don't you, you don't have a set exercise set uh, set of care. To give to it beforehand, we're actually chanting at you, yelling at you what to do, like "Hey, gunshot wound, left left arm, things of that nature." And uh, it's very, very, 
very fun, but very uh, necessary, mm-hmm. I would say. Oh, absolutely. And, and anyone watching, I highly, highly, highly recommend taking any kind of TCCC tactical yep. combat casualty yep. care class through Tyler, through Mountain Man, through anybody who, who knows their stuff. Because, mm-hmm. again, it's going to happen way before yep. you actually have to use your firearm. Yep. Now, the likelihood of having to give actual trauma care under live fire as a private citizen stateside. Yeah, not very high. Not very not very high unless you're a cop, mm-hmm. right? Maybe. It's more of a, uh, you know, time of war type of thing overseas or whatever. However, it's really good just to test those skills under stress. Oh, absolutely. And we're all gun people. So why not just include some sort of live fire exercises while you have to actually do those uh, uh practice those medical skills to take, <clears throat> man, I'm really tongue tied to simulate <laughs> that, that stress. I mean, how stressful are you going to be if, and this is a terrible analogy, um, you know, <laughs> your kid's cutting the grass and he falls off the lawnmower and his leg gets caught underneath oh. it, underneath the deck. And, you know, he draws back a bloody nub, you know, yeah. that, that sounds like a pretty stressed out situation. Like, how calm are you going to be able to go put a tourniquet on your own kid's leg knowing dang well he's going to have one leg for the rest of his life? Right, because he ain't fishing that thing out. And uh, what happens when you panic, don't control the bleed fast enough, and then you don't have a kid at all anymore because he bled out right there in the backyard. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds like some wild outlandish scenario or whatever. Really? Yeah, I mean, that that absolutely could happen. It happens way more often than you would think. I mean, especially around, you know, Mississippi where we live, you have people – you know, in rural areas, work tractors, yep. work farms. Mm-hmm. PTO shafts getting wrapped yep. around your uh, blue jeans and ripping your leg off. Yep. Now, that actually has happened. Mm-hmm. Getting um, stuck in a combine. It, I mean, oh. accidents happen. Yep. And all your re- super uh, realistic people out there, well, that's why your lawnmower has a safety on it. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but I disabled that stupid seat safety when I was a kid. Yeah. Because I weighed all of 100 pounds and bouncing up and down <laughs> and turning it on and off was really annoying. But anyway, I digress. Um. Well, I'm glad that you got a chance to go with me to, and it was my first ever training conference as well. I didn't totally know what to expect, and I'm glad I had a good friend to, to experience it with me. Oh, absolutely. So so what did you expect going into it? You know, I, I expected to have fun, honestly. I ex- expected to get to meet some people and do a lot of work. Yeah. Like, I, I know what being an AI means. I know what being, being a range uh, monkey. Yeah, basically. And it's funny you say that. A guy named Neil Widener just commented and said, Howdy, Tyler. His daughter, Natalie, She's Range Monkey. Yep. That's her actual title. Yeah. I met Natalie. Natalie is <laughs> That's super, right. You super did cool. meet her. Yeah. That's super, awesome. super cool. Uh, fun fact, Neil uh, Neil got to gloat all weekend because he won a pudding patch, and I still haven't won my own pudding patch. And and he beat me on the Alex drill or exercise or whatever it mm-hmm. was that we did as instructors uh, on Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. Yep. Just barely missed winning it by like – Less than an inch on a head box miss at 15 yards. So, you bring up your pudding patch. Have you yep. explained what your pudding patch is? Uh, I don't know if I've explained it on this, but simple enough. It's yeah. three rounds at 10 yards, touching, no makeups, three five three five seven caliber maximum, so 9 millimeter maximum. Because it would be easier if you just poke bigger holes, right? Yeah. And then uh, you get three attempts per day. Yeah. Three, three days, nine tries. Still didn't get it. Yep. You did three days as well. Yeah, uh, two. A- Yep. Yeah. AJ tried it. AJ AJ um, did two attempts or two days worth of attempts. Right. Yep. Six attempts, and then 
And there's then he, several, several people several attempted people this attempted pudding it. patch yep, a lady, over the course of uh, the, the whole the weekend. Guardian Center. Yeah, yeah. so Miss Sandra Woodruff of A Girl and a Gun actually was able to do it in Miss Carrie Dudenhofer's class, which is a sniper pistol class. So how appropriate was that, right. that she got the uh, pudding patch in, in an extreme pistol accuracy class? Mm-hmm. And then uh, a gentleman named Mr. Uh, Drew, I don't remember his last name, forgive me, in my live fire class Saturday afternoon at the ASP conference, we all attempted the pudding patch, and he got it as well. Oh, nice. So a bunch of people got to try it at the ASP conference this past weekend, and only Drew got it. So it's a de- it's a deceivingly Very difficult deceivingly, little, yes. little exercise there, man. And, uh, you know, it, the first two is always easy. The oh, first yeah. two are always touching. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I got this. You suck yourself it, out. Yep. <laughs> Or, oh, my God, I've I got to really pay attention. And you try too hard, and you sling a shot anyway. Yep. It's uh, That third shot's a booger, man. It'll get you every mm. time. <laughs> All right, Bailey, so what is on the agenda for you next? Um, Well... You know, I, I just started my, my company not long ago. I got mm-hmm. the LLC, and I have all the... What's it called? It is uh, Mississippi Personal Defense Solutions. Okay. Uh, it caters to, like, central, southern Mississippi area, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, where where I'm at now. But you'll travel? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I plan on going to more conferences, if yep. not AIing or instructing, then as a student. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, just, to, just to gain knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, always, always learn. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Chris said, "Congrats!" Oh, thanks. <laughs> he's uh, he's one of my mentors. Oh, phenomenal! Yep. Every coach needs a coach. Oh, uh, yeah. He's my coach. Yep. One of um, them at least. And it is actually funny you say that. You then inspired me to start my own uh, yeah. inst- instructing company. Good. Um, just just your the way you were in the first couple of classes I took of yours. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is this is something I want to do. Awesome. And and I've taken the first few steps towards that. How long um, ago was that you took the first class with me? February 2020? It's been a while. I think so, yeah. Was it a pistol class or a rifle it's, class? I've done both. Uh, yeah. Well, I did your, your pistol class first. Mm-hmm. And it was me and Dustin's first class. And, you know, Dustin Oh, wow. Being, he would have been shooting a Colt 1911 yep, back then. he was. And then, uh, and then later, a couple months later, it was your two-gun. Okay. Oh, wow. I want to say that was like, 2019 or something it was definitely maybe. pre-covid it, it was uh maybe 2018 i, I really can't remember i think <sighs> i was it's been a while was i still in oxford i really can't remember you were in oxford yeah i didn't know that yeah. that's terrible yeah <laughs> so all right so you're gonna do Suck more conference <laughs> <laughs> anyway i was trash talking sports uh <laughs> last week and my production manager was like you can't do that. It's like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> so you're a big airsoft guy. Yeah. Um, you got a big airsoft event coming up? Uh, I do. I do. Uh, me and a, a few of my friends, uh, Brennan and, and Jonah, and uh, someone else we've we've met just through mm-hmm. airsoft. Um, we're all heading to Luton, Tennessee, which mm-hmm. is about an hour or so south of Knoxville. Okay. Um, with a couple hundred acre... Um, National Park that they're okay. letting us play. Uh, it was a Milsom West event, and I, I don't know if anyone actually knows what that is. Uh, this is a it's it's a veteran owned company. Okay, uh, and they try to bring military to civilian world. Okay, so uh, in this one particular, you would uh, have your ruck pack and you would ruck in. 
to this uh, operating area, and uh, you would make camp, set camp up, and then you have watch throughout the night and throughout the day. You you go out of this in and out of this camp, mm-hmm. uh, doing missions, trying to take take certain areas, certain points, certain objectives. Interesting. Um, so it's like Call of Duty, but like in real life. I'd say Battlefield. Kind of, like it's a lot bigger than Call of Duty. Okay. Yeah, it's more of a battlefield kind of thing because the map is so the the AO is so big, mm-hmm. and your your battalion is actually going to move throughout the AO over the weekend. You camp in different spots as you take land. And for those that don't know what AO means, uh, area of operation. Thank Sorry, you. <laughs> I'm bad about s- right. s- slipping out in acronyms that nobody knows as yeah. well. <laughs> um, so it's cool. So I'm getting all of my my you know I ruck a little bit, yeah, but not. I don't rucking camp too much. I ruck from one place from my house around and back to my own house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been putting together a whole a whole kit for uh, rucking, staying multiple days, moving, uh, and it, yeah. it kind of helps with the whole like ooh into the world thing. Well, that sounds fun, and it's just fun, man. Oh, it, it's so much fun. And in your in your professional opinion, because I do view you as a professional. Mm-hmm. Now that you've, you're starting to do this thing, you're quite literally a professional. How much overlay and, and how how applicable are those simunitions? But it's airsoft, right? It's mil sim so, stuff to actual actual gun handling. And I say actual it, gun handling, so like guns that actually how shoot it real translates. Yep. Yeah, how well um, that translates. So it, it's funny because I I have my opinions about. It. A lot of people have opinions about it. Everybody's got. Uh, oh yeah, I know. Uh, uh, T Rex Arms, Lucas Botkin. He's he he went to several airsoft events and he's mm-hmm. spent a couple years doing airsoft and then seeing if it does translate. He did his yep. own research on it. Yep. Um, honestly, it's that dude gets so much hate, but I really like what he does. Oh, for he, the he's a super smart dude, and, yep. and he's he's all about getting people guns and getting them trained. He he has all his training for free. People shit on him because of mistakes he made in his twenties. Yeah. And he's a little younger than I am, so he's like 31 or so, something like that, 30. But let's be honest, which one of us wasn't a little shithead in our early 20s and do dumb things? Yeah, absolutely. I Say mean, dumb stuff. <laughs> I mean, he didn't experience life, so how's yeah. he, he going to know? That's fair. But uh, I, when it comes to firearm handling, yeah, I, I think if you make it a point to train like you fight, quote-unquote train like you fight, <laughs> and do proper methods of gun handling yeah. and stuff like that, then it, it will translate pretty good because they're real guns. I mean, yep. uh, my replicas, we, we call them replicas, not just mm-hmm. airsoft guns. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it, it's an it's an AR platform, mm-hmm. and then my sidearm is a Glock 19, yeah. like a licensed Glock 19. Yeah. So it, it functions the same. It reloads the same. It reciprocates a little slower than a real one, but it still <laughs> reciprocates like one, you know, slide lock, all that stuff. Okay. Um, the AR platform is not quite like that. Uh, it doesn't reciprocate. It's all electric. So mm-hmm. it just has a yeah. little motor in it that zips the BB out. Yeah. But you still have to reload. Zippy doo Yeah. Zippy zip. <laughs> um, so you still have to reload and you, yep. you know, you carry their real, they look like real magazines, pee yeah. mags, all that stuff. I remember the ones you gave me, they were pretty heavy. Like they were almost one to one weight yep. as well. As an empty mag. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. it, it I, I did t- one event with him one time here locally and he uh, let me borrow his uh, his guns and whatnot. And because all of my stuff is AR and Glock based, I didn't have to. I just had to show it with my my regular kit without mags. Yep. 
his gun fit in my my uh, holster, my LS holster, his mags fit in all my mag holsters and everything. Man, it worked out great. So yep. everything's spec. And it, dude, I had a lot. I had a lot of fun. One thing I did notice is folks that ain't in the know and don't do what I do or haven't been in like an actual military unit that does the th- does the things, which I wasn't. Um, but I, I'm a very in tune with my rifle kind of person. I did notice a lack of muzzle discipline and a lack of safety use. From you or from just uh, everybody? From people in general. Yeah, I mean, it's a kid's game. Um, okay. You're, you're going to get that. I mean. Yeah. I see that with PCCers in USPSA. Yeah. They do not use a safety like it should be, and it drives me absolutely mm-hmm. bat crazy. And and that goes back to intentionally using mm-hmm. it as a training mm-hmm. tool. Because yep. you, you can just play airsoft to play airsoft, yeah. or you could – that's do it point. and use it as a training tool, there which which that, is what I like to do. Yeah, you know, I I try and manipulate everything the way I would mm-hmm. in real life. Um, yeah, albeit the gun doesn't reciprocate, I can't do any kind of recoil management or anything yeah. like that. Um, but my kit, right? I, I my kit is the same kit I would use yeah. that I keep in my truck. Right. Uh, plate carrier wise, magazines wise are the same thing. Yeah. AR, I've set the AR up uh exactly the same as my real steel yeah. AR. Now, and um, you're actual military, you're Air Force, so it ain't like you're just some regular Joe civilian running around playing military. Right. I mean, a lot of people like that. If you want to play military, play military. Yeah. It really does. It's a free world. Do it Yeah, you I mean, well, people do it on video games all the time. All the time. Yeah. You know, who, who cares? Yeah. As long as you're not, you know, saying, oh, I Be am safe, in the have military. Fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't do no Blue Falcon uh, uh, stolen valor nonsense. Right, right. Uh, I mean, wear, wear patches. I, I personally, I do not care. Yeah. You know, because as long as you're safe and you're having fun, man, yeah. I, I'm 100% pro free will and pro constitution. Absolutely, and and I I run, I me and uh my buddy Drew, we run airsoft out of action pursuit in Canton. Yeah, that's and, where I was uh, at with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Good we place. we are super super big on safety and Good. on having fun. Yeah, you know, we we make it a point to have a safety brief every time we play every yep. morning. It's the same thing. We have it written down and posted up. And we're, we're, we're strict about it. You know, Good. if I'm, I'm less strict on the cheating and not hit calling than I am safety stuff. Fair enough. Uh, just because, you know, who cares if you cheat? You're just going to go home and complain some guy didn't call their hit <laughs> because a plastic BB <laughs> hit him versus, yep. hey, bro, you got your eye shot out mm-hmm. or your teeth shot out. Shot my, <laughs> shot my teeth out. Um, you wear mouth guards now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole whole lower face mask now. Running around looking like Bane. <laughs> uh, more, more like a clown. Just a little clown mask. Hey, your name's Joker uh, mm-hmm. as your airsoft name. You're going to have to re- right. change it to like Bane instead. No, it's still a clown mask. It's still a clown mask. Uh, oh, I've seen it. Now mm-hmm. think about it. It's got the, the almost looks like lipstick and big teeth type of thing. Yeah, it's a the teeth and a little teardrop and That's red nose. Right. I I'm do actually, remember that now. I'm actually streaming it on, on the call sign Joker Instagram page oh, are as you? we speak. Yeah. Nice. Good, good, good. So you're doing the airsoft thing, having a good time. Um, when are we going to get you out for a USPSA match? Um, Gosh. What a. I don't know. I guess I want to put a red dot on my on my gun. And, they got production and, vision. Yeah, you can download your mags to ten, and you know, do forty seven mag changes per match. I only got three mags, dog. I got to buy more stuff. Well, three mags is enough per stage. Per stage. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I would I would like to get into it just just to try my hand at it yeah. and, and learn more. Uh, 
just from these conferences or this last conference we went to. Yep. You know, AJ, AJ taught me a lot. Yeah. Uh, Wayne. Dobbs? Dobbs. Was that his last name? I Wayne. think it was. I don't remember. Um, God, I'm so terrible with names. Yeah. He, he taught me some stuff. Uh, you know, because you, you always got to learn oh, while you're there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so y- y- you learn from everybody you meet. Yep. Um, oh, I got to AI for Chuck Haggard Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. And then with uh, AI for Paul Carson on uh, <laughs> rifle stuff Sunday afternoon. Learned a lot on that. Well, yeah. you know, because I got to be, uh, I, I'm teaching the rifle stuff at Guardian next year. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it worked out perfectly that I got to AI for Paul Carlson and see what he, um, how he handled a four-hour class at a uh, at a conference on rifle stuff, he gave me some great ideas. His format was perfect. I mean, he nailed it. Perfect pace, didn't stumble over words. Everything was clear. Everybody got where everybody was engaged all the time. Like it was just, it was. It gave me a lot of good ideas. So I was super thankful for that. Yeah, and uh, we should be going to Guardian Center together yep. next year. Yep, you uh, will. I'll AI for you. Yep, the whole weekend. Yep. Um. Oh, speaking of, I, was, I needed to ask you. I needed you to bring your uh, a couple of airsoft rifles as well. Easy. Yep. Good. All right. Easy on that. Um, <laughs> hopefully soon, Synergy will have their own rifles. Yeah, you're getting uh, custom rifles made through Southern Ordnance. Southern Ordnance. Yep. My buddy Hunter. Where are they uh, based out of? Uh, Brandon, Mississippi. Brandon. Okay. Cool. Yep. We, um, you know, we'll OEM the. Uh, we won't OEM. We'll uh, we'll contract out the uh, the OEM of the. Upper receiver, low receiver, and rail, and they'll all be matching sets, and then we'll build them out from there to my spec. Lefty friendly. Yep, they'll all be lefty friendly. They'll awesome. be they'll be normal normal right side ejecting ARs because left side ejecting ARs are dumb. Um, but the you know they'll be very they'll be tuned perfectly. How about that? Because I'm going to build them the same way I built mine, so that I don't catch right. gas and whatnot in my face because I shoot almost exclusively suppressed. Yeah. So, uh, yep, lefty-friendly Synergy uh, ARs. So will it come suppressed, or will it just come gassed for suppressing later? It will come gassed appropriately for for both. Okay. Um, but y- whenever you order it, you'll have to tell me what can you intend to use, so we'll know what muzzle device so to pin a weld. Or down. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and you know, we're going we're gonna to have 13 nine barrels, so they have to be pinned and welded, Yeah. unfortunately. Um, and then so, maybe one day we'll have a pistol variant. Let, let me ask you this. So you said 13.9. Why not 14.5? Just pure curiosity. Because you can get, just get them just a little bit shorter. Okay. Just you still a little hit bit that 16-inch. 13.9 is the shortest you can go and still hit 16 inches with almost every muzzle device there is. You can go 13.7, but that eliminates a lot of your muzzle device options. Okay. You're pretty much bound to just the Sons of Liberty Gunworks and Knox, which for lefties, unfortunately, isn't that good of a, a muzzle device. Now, the whole purpose of, like, well, it's just a can mount. You should always be shooting it with a can anyway, so it defeats the whole idea of what the device does. Well, yeah, but I always take my can off when I go, you know, whoop up on people at two-gun matches. So, <laughs> you know, it's nice to have a can for everything but that and have a big three-port break whenever I need it at a competition. Right. And uh, people are like, oh, well, that's cheating or whatever. Yeah, I don't care. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Right. <laughs> anyway, we're way off base on this. Oh, yeah, we're talking about conferences. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to be Oops. on conferences. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got so interested in the gun. Uh, one more question. Do you know how much it's going to go go for? How, uh, how much it'll cost? I don't even have a clue. No it'll probably yet. be in the, uh, like, 13-ish area. Okay. Yep. It's not um, bad for, for a fully tuned AR. It's yep. actually pretty good. Yep, and it's going to be a long-stroke system as well. Okay. So you're going to have, the uh, like, a rifle-length buffer mm-hmm. and a, a longer uh, 
um, extension, buffer tube, if you some people call it that. It's really called a lower extension and, all, and whatnot. So, and of course, you're going to have QD mounts everywhere for uh, for your sling. Uh, I know some people like to put it on the uh, end plate. Some people like to put it on the stock. Some people like to put it on the front of the rail, the end of the rail. I'm going to give you all those options. Nice. All those options. I like them on uh, the extreme ends. Yeah. That's just what I prefer. But I know people have different, well, you know, whatever. Happy happy for preferences. But we're uh, we're running up on the end of time here, man. That hour ran up quick on us. Yeah, that was super fast. Uh, for the folks that are listening out there, how can they find you, get in touch with you, host you, all those things? Okay, so uh, you can find me on my personal is uh, call sign dot joker on Instagram. Uh, you can also find me at ms.personal.defense.solutions <laughs> on Instagram. That's that's the company page. Uh, still building it. Uh, yep. You can also find me on mspersonaldefense.com um, as well as through any uh, USCCA uh, website where you can schedule and find me as uh, Bailey Hastings. The find, find instructors on USCCA right. portal. Yes. Yep. Good. Um, I plan on doing uh, uh, Pistol Fundamentals Part mm-hmm. 1 and Part 2 Yep. Um, to kind of an intro for people who have never shot a pistol before to people who have and want to get better. Yep. Um, I also plan on doing some private stuff uh, for uh, groups uh, like uh, church security teams okay. yeah. uh, as well as a, uh, say, security companies need a uh, – Qualification, a qualification guy. Qualification uh-huh. guy. Uh, yep. I, I also provide that service. Perfect. As well as concealed carry uh, stuff. Yep. In the state of Mississippi, you have to have the uh, for for your enhanced concealed carry permit. You have to go through a class, but to get the regular permit or just constitutional, we're a constitutional carry state. Thank right. God. Bad for business for us, honestly. But um, it is until you figure out the the pros and cons. Yeah. But. but I am pro constitution and pro gun way before I'm, I'm pro money. Um. All right, so, and if uh, folks want to go get into this airsoft stuff, they can just reach out to you with questions on that? Absolutely. You'll find me on callsign.joker. I also run the uh, Action Pursuit Games Airsoft Facebook page. Okay. Um, And that's for our local field here. I answer the the Instagram or the Facebook Messenger. I'm going to send you all the obscurities. Please don't. The owner (laughs) of the field looks at that too. (laughs) That's hilarious. All right, cool, man. Well, uh, y'all know if y'all need anything from me, hit up the website. The website is going to go through a total revamp soon. I have been blessed to uh, partner up and affiliate with uh, over a dozen companies that I believe in, such as Brownells, Gun Mag Warehouse, ConcealCarry.com, KSGArmory.com, just a a good handful, Magpool, yep, uh, Fusion Thermal Optics, Got some great things coming down the pipeline, y'all. So stay tuned and keep chiming in on the Facebook Lives and listening to the podcast and share it away and all that jazz. Uh, if you want to host Synergy Training Group, please reach out on the Synergy Train or SynergyShooting.com website. My 2024 calendar is getting some things going. So if you want first dibs on picking what weekend ever you want, uh, now's the time. Get on it. So Stay safe, stay trained, all that good jazz. We will catch y'all next time.